In 2004, one of our leaders got a vision that from this church, there's going to be like a small flame of fires flying to different nations. And we, we began to pray for it. We began to see it. First of all, in our prayers, now I see it alive when we see people coming over from different places. Um, it always starts with a small beginning. Amen? Amen. 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 Let's go with me to 1 Peter chapter 4. Really quick before we pray, I want to share something that is on my heart. Um, I don't think it's really uh, a build-up sermon. It was more what's on my heart. The Holy Spirit begins to show me in the last few days. Um, and I want to share with you, maybe not from the place of a, of a pastor, uh, more from a place of a, of a father to you. Because uh, one thing I noticed throughout the scripture, when you read the scripture, even if, if I will take me as a father with my kids, when I discipline for one purpose, not to, not to hurt them, but so they will be blessed in the future. So they won't repeat the mistake. So they won't uh, do stupid things. So they will uh, do a wise thing. So tonight I just want to share what's on my heart, maybe from that kind of a place. Okay? Are you there? Yes. Okay. I'm not. Let me open it. First Peter chapter 4. And let's read from verse 12. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through. As if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad for those trials make you partners with Christ in His suffering. So that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it is revealed to all the world. Holy Spirit, we ask you to speak to us tonight. We ask you to reveal your word like we've never seen before. Let us see things in your word that we haven't seen before. Holy Spirit, help us to make a right decision when we hear your word in Jesus name and everybody said amen. and everybody said amen. amen apostle Peter says this that trials that we are going through that they make us partners with Christ in his suffering for one purpose and it's this to reveal the glory of Christ through us to the whole world now <clears throat> how many of you enjoy or would would buy a car that have haven't been tested huh that you 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 want to buy a car you want to spend 15 grand 20 grand you come to a dealer and they say hey you're getting a good deal but it haven't been tested we never tried it 
You're paying your money, and that's it. Any of you? Huh? As is. There you go. We have the full row of salespeople here. <laughs> it is harder. It is. Is it harder to sell a car that has been damaged, salvaged, or brand new? Well, unless you drop a 10 grand. Um, see, in life, we enjoy to buy things or when we pay money for something, we want it. A quality, something that has been tested, something that is good, okay? We don't want to pay money for something that is not being tested. If we are paying money, we really want to make sure that this thing was tested. Come on. So the reason, Apostle Peter says, the reason why we are going or the reason why we should accept the trials with the joy. Because going through the trial, the Christ began to reveal in us. Christ will never be revealed in us until we are tested. See, oftentimes we, we enjoy the glory of God. Come on. We pray, God, we want to see your glory. God, we want to experience your glory. God, we want to do this and this. And the trial comes. And we begin to cry. God, we don't want this. Please remove this. We want to see your glory. God says, this is my glory. When you are being tested, Apostle Peter says, be glad. Why? Because the time is coming that the Christ will be revealed through you. Because if, if the Christ will be revealed through you the way you are now, it will break you. See, we are as a human, fleshly people. We need to die for ourselves in order to show God's glory. If we won't die for ourselves, it will break us. We will die. Because God's glory, it's not something that is just the emotions that we cry, we shake, we, we have goosebumps, and we're glad that we still experience something. As a matter of fact, when God's glory is being revealed through you, you don't feel anything but people around you getting experienced God's glory does that make sense let's move on let's go with me to Galatians chapter 4 and this is what Apostle Paul says verse 19 oh my dear children I feel as if I am going through labor pain for you again and they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your lives. Until Christ is fully developed in your life. Proverbs 17.3 Fire tests silver. Heat tests gold. But the Lord tests our heart. 
I heard this example that really, actually, when you read Galatians in Russian, it says, in English, it says, until Christ developed in you. In Russian Bible, it says that, um, resemble in you. So I heard this story that in the old days, now we, we live in the, in, the, in the time of technology, but in the old days when they would take the gold through the fire and to make the gold pure, whoever is making the gold, whoever is working, I don't know how, what, whoever that person, how they call them, but whatever. When they would work with the gold, they would put the gold in the fire and they would wait for a certain moment, not longer and not less, but for a certain moment, they would wait and they would carefully look into the, into the piece of gold that they're cleaning. And the moment that they would take the gold out of the, uh, out of the fire would be when a person that is working with the gold would see his what? reflection in that gold. That would be the perfect time to take the gold out. See, when we are being tested, when we are being tested, it's always one reason. We need to remember one reason. It's that the Christ must be revealed. We're not going through a test just for fun. Now, if, we are, if we are being tested, it's for the Christ to be revealed. When we are accepting those challenges, we must rejoice knowing that there would be the end to it. Knowing that the end will be victorious for me. Why? Because I have the promise. Yes, it might be hard right now. Yes, it might be painful right now. But one thing I know, I can rejoice. I can be happy. Why? Because I have a hope. I have a future. I have promises of God on my side. And that's a huge difference between people that have no Christ in their life and people that are in Christ. People that are not in Christ, they will go through depression, hard time, uh, suicidal thoughts, whatever. But people that are in Christ, knowing that the promises of God is on their side, they can be happy. And people might think, you're crazy, man. You're going through a, such a hard time right now. How can you rejoice? And you can say, I know one thing, that going through this period of my time, I know one thing, that Christ will be revealed through me even more. Even more. And that's, that's the purpose. You know, for God, nothing matters. He doesn't care about your career. He doesn't care about anything. The only thing He cares is the Christ being revealed through you. That's the only thing He wants. And everything else will be added. But first, it's Christ in us. Apostle Paul says, uh, uh, Colossians, he says, the Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. See, we as a, as, a, as a generation that got so used to quick things, 
we're often too quick to quit and run from the fire because we're so used to quick we want to God I come to you I want to be used tomorrow no 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 today right now right now today I want the anointing to flow I want people to fall shake be healed be saved everything I want it now God and God says no you can't handle it now because you will be broken I want to develop a character in you I want you I want to take you through the fire I want to see myself when I look in you but we oftentimes we quit on God and God says come on I, I, I really wanted to to take you through a season and to see my my son in you so I can use you so you won't say that it's me but you will say it's him I do this because of him in my life we go through those seasons in our life and and I can only see how God's heart is really wanted to take us through the seasons because we, we oftentimes, because we're so used to, we're so used to quick things. We, we started a live group and we want revival now. And if it's not growing, two weeks, third week, I'm quitting. Ain't not my calling. I'm called to a bigger things and I'm waiting for the big stage. And the big stage does not come. And we're disappointed and we're really confused. It's God, it really exists. Because the character is not developed and the character is being developed not not when we come we raise our hands we worship we praise God and my character is changed no I'm sorry to disappoint you but no you get encouraged by looking at his glory when you worship him you get encouraged by your character will be tested when after worship you go out and someone walked by you and didn't give you any compliments and you tried all evening to to put the makeup to to get dressed nice to do and someone just passed by you and says didn't even say hello and everything inside is just go whoa how dare she or he can go by me and didn't notice what I did here I spent so much money I did this and this and they didn't even notice I don't like this church there's no love but God is looking at your character how are you gonna act when no one will say hi or you try to do your best sermon you're preaching you're sweating you're you're shouting you're spitting you're doing everything you can you finish and no one even come up to you and say what a powerful word you come home and say, this is not my calling <laughs> but when God looks at you he sees the end result and he doesn't want to see you when he's taking you through the season the only reason he's taking you because he wants to see Jesus in you Apostle Paul says no longer I live but Christ lives in me why because Apostle Paul was willing to go through the fire Apostle Paul was willing to say I'm crucified my flesh daily Apostle Paul was willing to die for himself daily why because he knew the more he dies the more Christ will live you don't have to open I'll I'll read one more scripture maybe James Apostle James says this 
when it comes down to going through the season that is really, really hard. You know, one time I saw a movie back in the day, you know, when they still had those phones, like old school phones, and they had a service, monks, they had a service, and one young dude decided to play a joke on the, on the priest. So he, he brought this huge phone into the old uh, building. Oh, that's very spiritual. <laughs> he brought this phone and he made this phone ring during the sermon. And he says, priest so-and-so, the Lord is calling you. And the priest wasn't, wasn't stupid. He takes the phone, he picks up and he goes, yes, Lord. And he says, so-and-so, that many? No, 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 we can't do 100. Let's do 30. No, okay, 50? 50, okay. He puts the phone down. He gets the whip and 50 whips right there. <laughs> but we won't do the, the thing to those who use their phones. I remember at one church... At one church, when, when they just start having cell phones, during service, the guy preaching, and this guy, and we, I think someone was getting announced, we went to, I won't say this church, but, <laughs> we went there, and this guy, third row, during the message, he picks up the phone, he goes, Pedro, <laughs> He keeps on going, I'm like, really? Petro. <laughs> oh God. Uh, James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Just want to show you that sometimes people they get confused between a trial and their desires. It's two different things. Um, the trial has nothing to do with sin in your life. So this is what Apostle James says. God bless those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him. This is very important. Remember this. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong. And He never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which intense us and drag us away. Those desires give birth to sinful actions and when sin is allowed to grow it gives birth to death. And Apostle James continues and he says, so don't be mis misled 
my dear brothers and sisters whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the light in heavens he never changes or casts a shifting shadow in other words Apostle James here he explains the difference now in the perfect example I think when it comes down to being to go through a hard season in your life and being tempted in that season see when we are tested it's between me and God when when I am tempted it's between me and the devil see when Jesus was tested it says he was tested or the Spirit led him into the desert to be tested and in the desert he was tempted it's when you are going through the season in your life you get to choose either you're gonna bless the Lord either you're gonna continue to press in or you're gonna quit on him it's in those moments that we are getting tempted and here's the thing this is the catch devil will not use anything unless you are have that desire your desire in your life becomes his bait he will not put a bait if you are not interested in it he will use the bait exactly what you are interested in and he will use that bait in a specific time when you are going through a hard time in your life see when Jesus was in the desert we see simple thing that he was hungry the Bible says that he became hungry and the devil comes and offers him something that would please his hunger see sometimes we're so desperate to get married we're so desperate to do this to to achieve our career to do that 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 and sometimes I'm not saying those things are, are wrong eating bread wasn't wrong but obeying the devil was wrong for Jesus and he had to use the scripture to rebuke him sometimes when we are in the ministry when we are in the ministry sometimes we are tempted to do certain things to go somewhere to preach somewhere when it's not your even time only God knows how many times I got invited to a certain places and I I refused it why because I felt that this is not God's time or it's not the place where God wants me to go and I did people get offended yes but did I have a peace yes not not every door that gets opened it will be opened by God and actually the Bible encourages to test things remember this that God will never get offended when you test him he will never get offended even when you tie your 
your 10%. God says, test me. He will never get offended when you say, God, I'm sorry, but I really need another confirmation. He will give it to you. He will. God is good. I said, God is good. All the time. Another scripture I want to read to, to encourage you not to quit when you are going through a hard time. This is what God says through prophet Jeremiah. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Says who? The Lord. Says who? The Lord. Not your friend, not culture, not society, not your college, not your school, not your teacher. The Lord says, only I have the plans. And this is the plans. They are, they are the plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. To give you, not to take away from you, your future not to put you in the cage but to give you see the enemy comes the bible says the enemy comes to kill still and destroy that's that's the only thing he comes for he cannot do anything else except still kill and destroy but jesus says i came to give you life and life abundantly and here the prophet says that God has a plans and his plans is to give us future to bless us that's why when when he takes us through the season in our life when he takes you through the through the time when it's not easy for you know one thing that his desire is to see Christ in you that's his desire it's to see Christ in you. I want to read one more verse and we're going to pray. This is what Apostle Paul says. And he's talking about Abraham. Book of Romans chapter 4. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger see when when you walk with him when you know who he is and when you know that he when he promised that he's not joking around and if it doesn't happen right away your faith will only grow stronger and this is what Apostle Paul says about Abraham he says in fact his faith grew stronger and in this he brought glory to God see when when his faith begins to grow in God by putting your trust in him by putting your hope in him you bring glory to him see sometimes we're we are, I would, uh, generation of uh, 
of a worship worshipers. We love a good worship. We love a good worship. But sad thing that we end only on four songs. But truly God receives a praise when you are in a dark season and you're still believing in Him. He receives glory in those moments when nobody sees you, when nobody knows the tears that you cry, when nobody knows the pain that you're having inside. But in, in the midst of that, you still know that He is on the throne. You still know that He's your Father. You still know that the plans that He has, it's the plans for good. You still know that He has a future for you. And in, in the midst of that, by knowing who He is in your life, you are praising Him. And let me tell you, your praise at those moments is a lot stronger than when you just come, worship, leave this place and stay the same. Your praise is a lot stronger when you're going through the season, when you're going through the dark season and you come to the G4T and it's time to praise and you praise Him like no one else. You lift your hands higher than everybody and God sees that. You might have the every excuse that you can possibly have not to raise your hands but you still choose. God, you are on the throne. You have my future. You have everything all the plans that you have for me they're only for good and now I'm gonna it doesn't matter what I feel it doesn't matter what I'm going through but I choose to praise you I choose to declare who you are in my life and this is what Apostle Paul says and because of that God counted him as righteous It wasn't just for Abraham's benefit, it was recorded. For our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous. If we believe in Him, the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. not only that Abraham became righteous because he was believing. No, it's you have the same access, you have the same faith, you have the same God, you have the same Jesus. So right now when we're going to begin to worship, I want us to, to do a little bit differently. Instead of praying, God, I want, I want a more. God, I want this. God, I want this. No, I want you to come from the position of faith. Stand under His Word saying, God, I know that you hold my future. God, I know that you have all the plans for my life. I know that you hold my destiny. I know you, you, have, you have everything for me prepared. And I honor you and I worship you for that. And please help me to go through this season in my life to be able to carry your glory. See, sometimes we, we're so caught up on, on the feelings that we want to feel now, 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 now.
forget about your feelings right now you'll see right now when we begin to worship like Mark already saying said that when we begin to worship who he is atmosphere changes atmosphere will change in your personal life when you begin to worship who he is I love those songs when we sing with uh, God I want you more God uh, this and this but it's a lot more powerful when we say who he is in the midst of what we are going through amen come on every hand lifted up in his presence nobody's walking around nobody's looking around all our focus is on him he who died for us he who saved us he who holds our future he came to this earth to give us life and life abundantly come on let's worship him let's worship him let's worship him let's worship him come on with your own words begin to worship him begin to acknowledge begin to acknowledge him yes yes You know, I'm a big, I'm a big, big fan of praying in the spirit. And we will continue to pray in the spirit. But right now for just a few seconds, for a few moments, I don't want you to pray in the spirit. What I want you to pray is from your mind to begin to acknowledge who he is. Begin to think who he is in your life begin to remember those scriptures who he is in your life use those scriptures as as your prayer because sometimes we begin to pray in the spirit and, and our our mind is is empty but i want your mind apostle paul says i will pray with my mind i will pray with my spirit i will sing with my mind and i will sing with my spirit right now I want you to practice right now praying with your mind in Jesus name come on let's worship him 